0: Welcome back, Gameaholics, to the Gameaholic Podcast. It is Luke and Colin, and today we're doing second week of
1: Spooktober, and we're bringing back a classic,
0: but it's not at the same time, Mr. Luke.
1: Yeah, you got me there. What are we we reviewing this week, Colin?
0: The classic Luke was referring to is the 2008 Dead Space that's been remastered in 2023 and was released on january 27th for the playstation 5 windows xbox series xs
1: so i mean dead space has always been i think one of the greatest horror games of i want to say next-gen consoles i want to i know it's 2008 but i still view anything like playstation 3 and up as sort of like a next-gen console like when you know gaming really was at its peak i think so jumping into it and really just like, you know, talking about Dead Space and actually being able to sit there and go through the remaster was, was incredible. And we have, I mean, they, EA, when they remastered this game, they did it right. And they did it right in a multi, in a multitude of ways. Way number one, really going in and creating those side quests. Reasons for you to not just do the main quest, which is great. But you can go around and collect different things, build, like, this, you know, master unlock code, find, like, the whole storyline behind the Hunter, which is sort of, like, the invincible um, necromorph and and everything like that. Like, there's such cool stuff in it, but it still remains true to the Dead Space storyline that that we saw go out through, through Dead Space 1. Um, another thing that they've done, I think, in this game that is, like, just so incredible is they really went into it and, like, found a way to make it engaging again. And, you know, for people that have played this game before, I view it as a completely different experience. Like, yeah, you're still going to get the same shocks. The storyline is still the same all in all. But realistically, you're getting that new graphics, re-recorded voice lines from the voice actor. Um, And just, you, you can tell they put a lot of work in this. Like, for me, it wasn't one of those things where they pretty much said... We're just going to do the same thing again like we're just going to up the graphics and call it a day they meticulously went in here and cre- called, like created an entirely new experience for fans of the game
0: which is really cool and the fact that they actually have the same voice actor for dead space 2 and 3 that played isaac um the main character obviously which is really sweet i thought that was really cool and well, well done by ea to like go back and be like hey like we want you to come back and record new lines considering they're adding new missions uh, like you said, like kind of how like they brought in like now like side quests and things like that to kind of at least make the game a lot more like in the same way, like you said, like retrospectively it is the same game, but they added a lot more to it and more of the content to it to make it yeah. more of a, a more engaging experience for new, new dead space players, but not, at the same time people that like played it like back in 2008, like yourself. And the cool thing too, I thought Luke, Luke was it's their first dead space series game since 2013. So it's been literally 10 years since they've last released one.
1: And as of right now, interestingly enough, there is no um, plans to talk about a Dead Space two remake. Dead Space two is my shit. Back in the day, I think Dead Space two was my favorite Dead Space game there was. Um, but Dead Space one is just so good. Like it's just it's it is held up for you know, fifteen years as as a as a. Like horror game staple. Like if you're thinking horror games, you're thinking Dead Space.
0: And not to mention, like they already EA's kind of already done this with the Mass Effect series, where they remastered all three. Because so maybe it hasn't
1: put out any bangers lately, to be honest
0: with you. Well, Star Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I got
1: ya. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give. I'll give you that one. I'll um, give you that one. So
0: I was gonna say, like they remastered Mass Effect, and they obviously made the new. Uh, uh, I forget the, the last part of the series that it's not it's not really mass. Andromeda, Andromeda, yeah, yeah. Um, so like Andromeda was kind of newer, twenty seventeen, I think. So the fact that they finally brought this to next gen, next gen, and obviously with the new like way better graphics, I think it just it just is more c- clean cut than playing like going back and playing like the the original game on the Xbox like one, for example, and be like, oh, I want to go back in Dead Space and just play, and you're like, wow, this game kind of doesn't hold up. At least now there's a there's this newer version of it that's re really, like touched and everything like mm-hmm. that that at least people can play it like oh this game like I remember all this but it looks way better now. The graphics
1: are amazing. Like I want to just shout out the graphics are amazing.
0: But you did have like a con to that at the same time, with how Isaac looks.
1: Well, no. Okay, <laughs> I feel like that's a really this is a really rude thing to say, but like I just feel like so they modeled Isaac um, his face off of the voice actor. Who I get because you know he's been in Dead Space two, he's been in Dead Space three. I don't think he was the original Isaac Clark in Dead Space one, but they he actually. But it's cool that they brought him in to re-record all of the Isaac Clark from Dead Space one lines for the remake. Like I think that's a pretty cool move. But I don't know. I just when he took off his helmet and it was like that guy's face, I was like, this guy doesn't seem like the face that I had pictured. For what Isaac Clark looks like, well, and
0: what, did they show Isaac Clark in the original games? They with with, fate, with I, off? I feel like they
1: have to have, but yeah. like I don't remember it, but I just remember when they took that off, I was like, I was like, hmm. <laughs> but if they t- hear me out, if they took his helmet off in Dead Space One before, it wouldn't have been this voice actor because this voice actor didn't do the initial lines for him, so it wouldn't have been his face that they showed.
0: In, in twenty in two thousand eight, they probably wouldn't have like a real voice like a real like model to like base it off. Of. That's what I'm saying. So like, like they wouldn't person. be able to you know yeah totally um yeah so i was just reading through this too like, like you kind of said he so, has no no plans to introduce michael so i actually just pulled it
1: up and like i'm just gonna show you the difference here on on the pod this was him in the original one.
0: Oh, he looks awful
1: though oh yeah but this is him now
0: it looks better it looks way better honestly
1: i feel like i don't know
0: you uh, like that better
1: i just i don't know
0: you like old isaac isaac clark better i just don't know I think he looks awful in the old game. Right? I just I think, don't know. I think the new face model is really good. I just don't know. I think he bothers you because he's not how old he's supposed to look. I guess, I guess that's fair. I think that's but fair. Like, like I they... think I think that first picture you showed me doesn't looks like a sixty year old man has gotten beaten up.
1: Yeah, it's okay. I I see like, that. Yeah, I do see that. So I it's understand.
0: probably like yeah, it looks awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I guess so. I guess so. I yeah. guess you got me there. But the point is like. I just I was taken aback by what he looked like without the the uh, the mask on or the helmet on.
0: There is cool cool little fact too. I was just saying, um, EA also is not going to plan to introduce microtransactions transactions into this game at any point. Kind of like how they didn't do it with Star Wars.
1: Not but, sure if that matters
0: at you at all, but I thought I would just mention it.
1: Well, I think because they EA of me loads all their microtransactions in FIFA and loads all their microtransactions in like the sports games that they put out. Yeah. So I think that when they're doing stuff like this, like okay, this game. I don't really understand how there could be microtransactions, though. Like, I don't really understand how you make microtransactions in a single-player game.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like unless you like can go just buy all, like, the best weapons but before the game ends, and just you can at least, like, go rip through it real quick. I guess
1: so. Like, I I, I don't know. I mean, when I look at it, I'm kind of just like, okay, whatever, right? Oh, like, it is what it is.
0: Oh, I didn't, oh, this is, okay, so this is really interesting. Look, I was, actually, you know how we just said, like, Isaac uh, Clerks didn't have, like, there wasn't a voice like a different voice actor from yeah. one to like now yeah it in the original game there, he was just a silent protagonist he never talked whoa so we it didn't really matter what? yeah
1: are you serious yeah okay well i'm i'm now officially taken aback that's how long it's been since i have played that so space
0: yeah so now he has voice lines so it, these all these lines in this game that isaac speaks are brand new lines
1: that's fucking crazy um that 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 takes me aback like that that i did not
0: boy remember. tell tell this just shows how like little we know sometimes sometimes in the podcast like the first five minutes we're like yeah he wasn't the same voice actor from the first game and also like nope actually there hey, was never well, a voice Well, technically actor. you're right though
1: because it wasn't the same voice <laughs> yeah, actor, because exactly. there was no voice actor got him that's really interesting. I guess, but in Dead Space two and three, he definitely talks. But yeah. like in one, I guess yeah, like you said, silent protagonist. That's crazy. So
0: there's some various these. So just going into the game a bit more. There's some various changes from the original game. So the first time, obviously, that he was a silent protagonist. Um, this obviously allowed the, the game to adjust to include Isaac, and in allowing him to engage with, argue and bond over with other characters, which is kind of neat.
1: Well, I think I think to me having him, I think to me having him like talk really. Obviously, I think it, like, you know, makes the storyline just a lot more, like, interesting. I think, like, it's always so tough when you have that silent protagonist and, like, everybody's talking to you, but you're never responding back. And I think now that you can sort of hear his interactions, you know, when you find out at the end of the game that, like, Nicole was, like, a, like, hallucination from the marker, I think that that really adds, like, actually hearing Isaac's, like, cries of outburst and and like how upset he is I think really shows it but like you know I that was the other thing about this game like playing it through is like I remembered this whole like Nicole thing and how she was you know not real the entire time I knew that because I remembered obviously the first game and I know that she was dead um another just very tropey horror thing Where you're like, oh, yeah, this is just all in her head. This just isn't real. Blah, 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 blah. And, of course, it turns out, like, yeah, it's not real. Like, it's all in her fucking head or his fucking head. Um, But the interesting thing was at the end you find out that, like, the person you thought was Nicole was actually a doctor from the ship. But you viewed her as Nicole and heard the words out of her mouth as Nicole. But she viewed you as her dead fiancé. And thought every word out of your mouth was the dead fiancé. So you both thought each other was somebody different. And that's why you were working so well together. Which I thought was super interesting.
0: Yeah, that sounds that's nuts.
1: The end, like I said, the end was such a twist. Um, The one, you know, going into it, the one problem that I sort of have with this game is... And I hate to say this, but, like, a lot of it is really repetitive. And that always, for me, is tough. Like, I will be fully transparent... When the last chapter came, I was like, I'm ready for this to be over. Um, Just in terms of going into, you know, you leave the Ishimura and you have to go down to like the planet's surface to like load the marker back where you found it. And the whole point of kind of that chapter is working your way through these different rooms and like moving the cargo along the tracks in each room you have to kill enemies or like, you know what I mean? And it was just kind of like, and it took like a couple, it took probably like an hour and I was like, Oh my God. Like I get it guys. Like there's nothing exciting about what you're making me do here. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of like interesting, like I think dead space one, unfortunately like now to kind of talk about the negatives on my end had some, Like, I want to say flaws in, like, the storyline specifically and then the gameplay as well. Like, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Like, going into it and sort of just being like, this is a lot of fun. This is spooky. I'm going down a hallway. I'm scared about what's going to happen. But then eventually you're like, okay, something's going to come down this hallway. Yeah. Or like something's going to come here or like something's going to come over here. So you'd
0: say you're more just drained rather than like, like nervous at that point. You're like, okay, I'm just going to like, you're just walking the hallway. You're like, something just jumps out. You're like, you just have like no emotion. Like, all right. Yeah, exactly. A couple holes into it and just keep walking.
1: Or like you'll be walking and then like, you'll be in like a big enough room and you'll be like, here it comes. And then it's like biomass detected. And then it's like engaging system lockdown. I'm like, yeah, what a surprise. And then they all come at you. Um, So there was those big rooms or big fights or, like, just kind of the necromorphs that sort of just pop up. Again, I'm kind of like, okay, like, what a surprise. One thing that I do like that they do in this game is you could be going to a room, and the first time you go in there, nothing happens. But then you come back, then it all closes down or everything like that. And you're like, oh, shit, like, something might actually be happening here. But... Yeah, for me, I found near the end I was just kind of drained of like the oh here come all the monsters coming at me okay like boom 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 boom. I
0: I really don't like those tropes either in those games because like you just know, eventually, you, like, you, it's, re, it's yeah. re, super it just becomes super repetitive, and I hate that and I hate waves of enemies as you know and,
1: and I just I just think that the like the ending for me like the tw- the last.
0: Like, how unre- it, it's pretty unrealistic at the same time. Like, oh, yeah, every hallway of every building ever is going to have a monster in it? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Well,
1: that's actually why I like this, though. Sometimes that's not the case, though, is what I'm saying. Like, sometimes it's not the case, but the majority of the time it is. But
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, it should be, like, it should catch you off guard rather than you be like, oh, I'm just waiting for it. It's going to happen. It's going a- to happen. Another another
1: thing it. that they did with, with uh, the remake that they didn't do in the original was... Since the side quests sort of bring you all around the ship to places you've been already and, and everything like that, um, they actually the enemies re- replenish and they like you know, but it's not where they're not in the same spot every time. I think is what I'm trying to say. So like if you're walking, if there's maybe a monster in the hallway, it might not be there, or maybe there's two, or maybe there's none, or maybe there's a different monster, or oh, blah, I hate blah, that. blah blah blah. So, like, they just... Where are they
0: coming from? They're just spawning into the building? Like, yeah, they crawl through vents
1: on. or, like, some are dead on the floor and then they get up. Like, come on. hmm I do agree. Um, again, though, kind of... I just clear the ship and, I'm,
0: of course, one's just going to be hanging out.
1: Uh, and that's, I mean, technically, I guess they're going through the vents or whatever and then you have the part where the, you know, um, I forget what the ship's called, but it cra- Valor um, crashes into the ship and all of the guys from the Valor who have been turned go into the ship or some of them get into the ship. So that also makes sense why I guess like lore wise it would replenish but I agree with you like eventually wouldn't you have just killed everybody on this ship? But the ship's freaking massive so.
0: Yeah it's still though. Um, I have some other things that we could talk about based on what was added to this game. Yeah of course. So the game also features way more gore as you could probably attest to, than the original game. But also, I, I assume it's because of, like, the graphics and everything, but have changed a lot. But it introduces an appealing system in which the player can tear and destroy the bodies of the necromorphs, which you mentioned. Always, that's
1: always been there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't think, it, at least not in the first one.
1: So, in the first one, definitely it was. Um, And what happens is the whole point of this game, dude, is to cut off the limbs. What the tear system is, and I think I understand what you're talking about, is... Befo- Peeling. Yeah. So, before, if you... And tear, Right. But before, if you... Yeah, you can carry
0: it but it's called a peeling system. Okay, so, that...
1: like, basically, before what would happen, let's say a necromorph's coming at you, you fire two plasma cutter shots and its left arm, that arm's just gonna fall off, right? Like, that's the whole point of dead space, sever the limbs, like, that's their yep. thing. Um, what this game does is, if let's say you hit one of it, it might be sort of hanging off by, like, some, like, flesh. Oh, peeling, And yeah. then you can use your kinesis and rip, rip it off. Yep. Which, for me, not really a huge factor like there's actually a trophy in this game that was like called again like tear a limb off of an enemy like that's like a trophy and I think only like 10% of players got it so it's like it it, yeah rip a dangling limb off with kinesis 13% of players have done that and that's what this whole system is so to me it's interesting that like you know they're saying they're introducing this but if only 13% of people have got it clearly it's not a system that's being used very much
0: yeah or like maybe people just don't wanna do it. You said you used it very like just tristique uh
1: strategically? Yeah. No, I I never used tearing. Like well what... you
0: did it with the one guy you use the kinesis rip the arms off and then throw it back at them and blow no, But up. no
1: I normally no I normally cut it off. Like you oh. cut it off. Like oh, okay. normal so what happens is I would cut the arm off and then I'd kinesis like his like spike and then I could throw a spike and impale another one. Uh and that was like kind of my go to strategy for the game was just sever the limbs and use them as like um missiles, I guess you could call it. But yeah, like, the the peeling system, again, it, it seems like it's a pretty cool thing, but just judging by that trophy, 13% of people got that, like... You got it, though. That's that's the rarest trophy I got. Wow. Over-completing the game. Just, just let that sink in, so... Well, was completing the game really a rare trophy? No, but that, I'm, that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, completing the game was, like, 50%. And 13% got the tear, which means that a lot of people who completed the game didn't actually... Wait, there's, some people, there's a half half of people that played it and never finished that's, the that's game? That's a pretty normal fact, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like a pretty – with like – that's the one – I always find it fascinating to look at how many people have always completed like the main storyline um, in a lot of games because I think it's really interesting. Like here, I'll pull up the exact uh, percentage right now for you. Give me one second. Um, so the people that completed Chapter 12 on any difficulty, 43% of people. So not even half of the people that started this game have finished the game.
0: That's fascinating to me.
1: Interesting fact, hey?
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: only thirty-two percent of people finish the game on medium. That means there's a twelve percent of people that finish the game on easy mode.
0: That's 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 interesting.
1: Twelve percent of the people that finished it. Yeah, it's it's interesting facts.
0: Uh there's also the fact that they the remake also improves on the zero gravity element of the original providing Isaac with the thrusters to freely move across designated areas from the so Ishimura
1: So it's really funny uh you bring up the the 3D gravity and everything like that so I think on our expanse pod we talked about the fact that um like you know the fly- I thought the flying around in the expanse was like very intuitive yeah like when you were kind of ripping through space in the expanse I thought it went really well I don't know about you this is the exact same controls as the Expanse.
0: Oh, so you felt really good doing it then?
1: It's the exact same. Like, it's literally like you're ripping through. You know how you use L1 and R1 to, like, um, like move and, like, realign yourself? Yeah, It's the exact same. Okay. So it was, uh, for me, again, it was very much like um, the zero gravity was great. Like, I didn't have any complaints. But, again, it's been so long since I played Dead Space 1, I don't really have anything to compare it to. Yeah, fair. But like, it's great to know that they actually pimp that out. They, um, I, I think the other game had this too. I might be wrong. It did, actually. Um, there's two like mini games you can find. Oh, really? Which is always awesome. So one of them is in um, like the gym, and it's zero gravity basketball. So what you have to do is in zero gravity, you have to spike a bunch of balls and get points, and if you do it, you unlock all these like rewards. The other one, which is really cool, is a shooting range. And the shooting range one is really, really fun because you it up and you're, like, shooting, like, the red enemies, not shooting the blue enemies, and you're getting points. And then all of a sudden, about, like, maybe a minute in, it goes, like, and you're, like, what the fuck? And then it's, like, my, my favorite line of the game, mutant biomass detected, area locked down. And then all these freaking, like, guys come at you, so you have to shoot the necromorphs and kill them all, and then you actually get a trophy for uh, completing the shooting range. Oh, it's sick. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. The, um, another thing they include in this game, which obviously I think they have to, is there's this like running joke in the Dead Space series about somebody named Peng, P-E-N-G, and their treasure. So every game has a little Peng treasure, a little like bobblehead in it, and you can find it and sell for like a shitload of money. Oh, sick. Uh, So I found it just kind of organically going around in this game. Um, But I did like, I fully explored everywhere that I possibly could. Um, Because the the exploration in this game, for me, is one of the best parts of it. Like, you see a room, you open it, you loot it, whatever, and you kind of just go on. Um, We talked about this yesterday before we started recording, but the ammo for me, like, the ammo economy in this game is great because it's so stressful. Like, you... you, I think Resident Evil also does this really well, because I know you played Village and you played Resident Evil Biohazard. Yeah, there's no... You know how you're... You never have... Full ammo. Yeah. Ever. Like, you're always like, oh, good, I have six handgun shell or handgun Four. bullets and two shotgun shells. Follow does that too. Like, mm-hmm. heavy. It's like, well, guess I got to figure it out. Yeah. And this game is like that. But the one thing that Dead Space does it, I don't know if there's an algorithm from like drop rates of enemies or like from whatever you're supposed to get. I don't know if there's like, oh, I'm checking your inventory in the back end and you have no ammo. So I'm going to give you ammo or I'm going to give you blah, blah, blah. But... Like, there's times where I've been in fights that I have like four bullets and I need to like use the environment or like figure it out and then loot the corpses while I'm still killing other necromorphs to like replenish my ammo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's times where I feel good. I'm like, oh, I'm actually pretty set. And then I go through one fight and all of a sudden it's all gone. And I'm like,
0: oh. <laughs> anyway, I guess I gotta like figure it out again.
1: Guess I gotta go back to square one and see what's what's going on here.
0: Well, you said that normally happened when you're fighting the Leviathan, correct?
1: the Levi, the Leviathan. Uh, you want
0: to dip, dip into like the, the problems you have with the bosses?
1: Well, it's, well, that's the thing. Like the, the Leviathan, you know, you find him in food storage and the whole point, like getting to the Leviathan in food storage. I don't know if you remember this cause I know you didn't really touch the remake, but, um, the Leviathan in food storage is to me always one of the coolest kind of points in this game because what ends up happening is he, um, you have to go around and find these things called like, Puffer or wheezers, and they're so creepy. They have like these massive lungs growing out of their back, and all they do is like breathe in and out. Mm -hmm. And you have to go inject them with this enzyme that kills them, and they're connected to the Leviathan, so it does damage to it or whatever. Yeah. And then finally what happens is you you're the Leviathan's weak enough for you to go in. You fight them and you get so much ammo. Like I was literally full on everything. I was like, oh my god. I was like, this is sick. But by the time you finish the Leviathan fight. You have none again. Right? Like, it's... it's The game understands how to supply you for what you need, but that's it. Like, that's it. And if you're a bad shot or you're not doing the right shots, that's where the problems come in.
0: And not to mention you don't like the save thing.
1: No. Well, but before we get into the save thing, agreed. But before we get into the save thing, like, I, you know, Leviathan was, I think, in Chapter 6. And it was, like, the first big, big bad of the game. There's no health. There's no anything like that. You're just kind of working until this thing dies. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I like about the game, no health bars. Um... And you're like, oh shit! Like this enemy is is gonna be hard. Like let's do it. So you kill him and you fire him off into the vacuum space, and that's kind of the whole thing. Um, you know, in number six or episode in chapter six, you're like, oh, or eight, sorry, you're like, oh, the radar's not coming out. the The satellite's not happening. What, what's going on here? And then you like go outside and the Leviathan's back, and it's pretty much the same fight. It's just a lot easier because you have turrets on your side. And then you kill him again, and that's like the second big bad boss, and that's chapter eight. Yeah. And then, like, there's only four more chapters. Yeah. And not to mention the final boss of the game, very Leviathan-esque, with the tentacles slamming down. And this thing's, like, spitting toxic breath, which was different from the Leviathan. But then, same deal. You have to shoot the little, like, sacks on its face. Then it opens its heart cavity, and you shoot the little sacks in there. Yeah. Like, just, I thought the bosses in this game were actually what was the most disappointing. Yeah. Like, I want, like, like... Sure, they had different types of Necromorphs. Like, they definitely had a lot of different types, which is really cool. But give me some better bosses than just, like, blobs of shit. That's literally what they look like. They literally just look like a pile of dog shit that have, like, little sacks that you have to shoot, and they just spit out shit at you. I I, I feel... I don't know. I feel feel like, for me, that the bosses were the biggest miss in this game. Like, if you Google final boss dead's place one and take a look at it you'll be i think that's the leviathan because it literally just looks like the same boss just reskinned as a bigger pile of shit (laughs) just worms though dude i don't know like it just i i feel like that was the my biggest disappointment when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah like you see what i mean it looks it looks the exact same it's just like a bunch of like it looks like a skinnier version yeah it looks like it's lost some weight and it's back but that's like the big bad boss Whatever I, I I digress. Like the the bosses were for me were were a mess. Um, the save the save stations. I'm uh, glad you kind of brought that one up. So this game is mostly manual saves. I say that because there is definitely some checkpointing in this game. Like when you if you die to like a bo- the, one of the bosses like the Leviathan, you appear literally at the door to enter that boss fight. Yeah. So that's still good. But what we see, what I see, is the big problem is like. Every single turn. I feel like there's a save station legitimately every three minutes. And to me, it's so frustrating because obviously I'm going to make the save because what's going to happen? Like, who knows what's around that corner? Yeah. But just the fact that it's like, oh, here's a save station. Oh, three minutes later. Oh, here's a save station.
0: You but you obviously do it every time you get a save station. You have to. You have to.
1: That's like a couple seconds each time, so I would love to add up how many I felt, saves I did.
0: I feel like when I played the original game, like there was a lot of save stations, though. It's
1: everywhere. That's what I'm saying. So, but I
0: feel like that's always been a thing. Of, yeah,
1: because because they rely on the manual saves. Yeah. They're not. They don't rely on the checkpointing, I believe. So having all those save stations is like their way of being like, we want to give you the ability not to get fucked. Because if a fight, the thing about Dead Space, is if a fight goes wrong, you're you're in it, like you're in trouble. And if like like we talked about earlier with the ammunition, if you're the one thing I like about this game and how they designed it is if you're not hitting your shots in terms of like severing limbs, you're just like dumping into the chest or into the face, those guys are gonna take like a clip, which is like at that point a clip of ammo. Like if you're using like six plasma cutter shots on one necromorph, you're not you're not playing the game right.
0: How many shots do I normally take, Two.
1: I would do, yeah, I would say anywhere from two to four, depending. So, like, I would, I normally, so if a necromorph's coming at me, this is my strategy. This is the, the dead space strategy and, like, clip it, you know? But this is the dead space strategy. A necromorph's coming down the hallway at you. You get your plasma cutter. You can go vertical or horizontal. You rip horizontal. You blast one or two at its leg. The leg gives out and it falls on the ground. You do two more shots on one of the arms. Normally it kills a Necromorph, severs the arm. Kinesis, pick up its little like, you know, claw or like scythe or whatever. And then if another one's coming at me, I just like pole vault this motherfucker into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you play Dead Space. This
0: guess that's our clip for this episode.
1: <laughs> and each Necromorph has like two little...
0: Claw things. Claw things. So you take one, two.
1: And if you hit the next one of them right, it's normally an instant death.
0: Yeah, then you get the, then you get two
1: more claws. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, when you hit them, they go as far back as the next wall because like, they literally get impaled on the wall, and then they'll just be like hanging there. Yeah. Um. You know, and in I the, again, the combat in this game is very fun, but again, it's also very repetitive. And sometimes I find if you're in like a hallway and there's eight guys in the hallway, you're like, I'm fucking dead. Yeah. But when Isaac dies, kind of similar to what you said, it's so gory when he dies. Really? Oh yeah. Like they're one of one of the craziest ones is there's like these heads that have tentacles coming out of them. And if the head kills you, it basically rips your head off and you're without a head and your body's like kinda still walking around and the tentacles go inside of your like neck hole and the head. Of the skeleton head is like facing the wrong way and it's like control it can start controlling your body and you you walk away with it really yeah like the death scenes are insane or if he gets blown up like literally he gets ripped limb from limb like he's just like a mess of limbs it's crazy what
0: happens when the necromorph gets you does he eat you
1: yeah it'll like cut you or like rip your arms off or something like that like it's pretty it's it's pretty vicious um I actually think, and, like, I don't want to get into the, like, I don't want to get into the ratings quite yet, but one thing I do want to say is, like, I strongly believe that this game is going to have a decent replayability on it because it would be so much fun in New Game Plus because there's a New Game Plus mode. Okay. And it'll transfer over all of your weapons, all of the upgrades you've done to your weapons, your suit upgrades, everything like that. And you can just go in with all weapons right off the bat. Really? Yeah. And you can continue building and upgrading those weapons in the new one.
0: Okay, that's sick.
1: And they and they like encourage that because basically they want you to do that new game plus because when you look at the trophy guide in this game and how this trophy guide works it is very much a two or three playthrough trophy guide to really nail everything. Yeah. Because the next thing that you would do is there's two options. One of them is a um, plasma cutter only run, which is super cool. So all the only weapon you can use yeah. from head to toe is the plasma cutter. Yeah. Uh, and I think you get eight total weapons. So it's like quite a big amount just using the plasma cutter. But the other one that's really challenging is you have to do it on impossible mode, which I don't even... I think this might blow you away. I think old Luke, PlayStation three days Luke, actually platinumed either this one or Dead Space two, and did the impossible mode and really? did the plasma cutter only mode. Um, and I'm can gonna you see. Find that? I'm gonna see if I can find that right now live on the pod, because realistically for me it was I was obsessed with this game back in the day. Like absolutely obsessed.
0: Crazy, you can't just search it.
1: I know but that's okay well okay we're here we go we're we're
0: already, we're, yeah, we're no. already
1: at the end There's, I don't play that many games while I'm searching um, I don't know like what I don't know I guess my question for you is like what was the most I know you didn't again you didn't play the remake but what was the most memorable for you kind of playing this game or like playing Dead Space in general
0: being scared <laughs> that was it hey? I didn't I don't like playing horror games Like that. I feel like I have no control I don't like it it bothers me I always feel like I'm checking my like my like every single second i remember playing this this game because we did it with fun i guess if you've been listening to us for a long time now this is technically like our second time talking about dead space in a sense
1: well the first and that's it's, it's really interesting that we bring that up because i actually forgot we talked dead space last year two years two years ago yeah but the difference is like we hadn't played it in a while and I, you know what hand up that onus was on us it's tough talking about a game that we haven't touched base on I played a little
0: bit just because you wanted me to prep for it, and I got scared.
1: You are very bad with horror games. which I'm is terrible. Funny. It's I'm just terrible. funny that we do Spooktober when you're so bad with horror games.
0: I'm, and it sucks because I'm, like, fine with movies. It's just the game, for some
1: reason, when I have control of it, I freak out. You know what? It, it's because I was talking to um my other friend about this a couple of days ago, actually. And one of the things I said is horror movies don't phase me, realistically. Like, when I do a horror movie, I'm kind of just like okay you know like it oh, is okay. yeah exactly like it is what it is um, and going into those like horror movies I'm like okay like I'm just watching this yeah jump scares get me but jump scares get everybody because they're literally a jump scare but when, when you're playing these horror games and you're like in it that's what to me I like and It's your decisions where to look, your decisions where to turn, your decisions what to open. In combat, it's your decisions what to do. Like, it's literally a driving factor for your decisions. And that's why I think in video games, horror is so much more intense.
0: I agree. Yeah. Because, like, everything matters at the end of the day. Like, I wouldn't say, like, Walking Dead scares me or anything like that. But, like, there is... Like, this game, for example, like, I don't like the jump scares. And then I panic and I can't, like, think on my feet sometimes.
1: Exactly. And, like, that's, like, if you're getting overrun by necromorphs and it's dark and these things are coming behind you and, like, grabbing you and you're jumping, like, you need to be able to, like, have quick reflexes and be able to be, like, okay, push them off, go back into the corner, start fighting these guys from the corner.
0: I think the only actual, like, resident, I think the only, like, actual horror game, if you want to classify as a horror game that I beat was probably Resident Evil
1: but which one like the,
0: the visit biohazard and village those
1: are i would classify those as absolute horror games like i think that resident evil 5 6 and even 4 a little bit is not really yeah. full horror
0: i'll tell you what the dlc for village looks so scary i never played it but but the dolls like chasing you and they just like move and you like look away i do
1: think that like that's again we're, we're kind of hopping around but i think that we should it's nuts we didn't talk about that ever yeah but that the Resident Evil Village stuff was was incredible. This, but
0: by the way, this is what happened last when we talked Dead Space. Our last episode of Spooktober two years ago was supposed to be Dead Space, and the first twenty minutes we talked Dead Space, and then also we just started talking about random horror games. But hey, where's we're, like? But we're you know what? I off. mean,
1: like I said, we I could now that I've j- I just finished Dead Space two days ago. I could talk about it for for hours and hours because I think that it's like I think that it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Realistically, I do, and I'm really excited to see the ratings because I think that like you know we always talk about. And again, I'm bouncing back to Dead Space, but we always kind of talk about how there's that running joke that horror movies never have a good plot. Like horror movies, the plot's always terrible and you're just leaning into it for the horror side of things. Yeah, I
0: just watched Friday, Friday the 13th on the weekend. and It was like the worst movie I ever watched. Yeah,
1: like like if you look at it from a story perspective, it's terrible. Dead Space has it from a story perspective. Like, you have the twists, you have the turns, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is predictable, don't get me wrong, you're like, oh, what a surprise, but there's all of these betrayals at the end, and finding out that this person isn't real, or finding out that this person is actually working for, like, this company, blah, 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 like, there there is a lot of really good twists, because it's like, oh, twist, oh, another twist but you really wait till the end for all that kind of stuff yeah i told you i know i randomly texted you a couple of days ago being like i have to disarm a nuke in this game all of a sudden yeah but like
0: what was that dead body or something I like the stretcher you
1: yeah know, i don't i was like it was a dead baby oh yeah it was nuts i was like i didn't realize that they could do this but it was like in like a test tube and it was like a, a dead naked baby and i was like this is really fucked up yeah um but like even just doing things like, oh, this ship just crashed into us. Okay. We need to take the singularity core from the ship. Oh, wait, the ship crashing into us armed the nuke. Wait a second, why is this ship that we're responding to our SOS have a nuke? Then you find out that they were gonna nuke the entire Ishimura because they were trying to cover up the shit that was happening. And then you have to disarm the nuke, which was a really cool actual like process because. There's the explodey guys, and if the explodey guys exploded, because you're there's a nuke around, if they explode, it's oh, game over. Yeah. Like, everybody blows up. So yeah. you have to, like, make sure that you sever the explodey limbs, and then you disarm the nuke while you're kind of, like, kiting these two guys around and making sure not to step on or shoot the, like, exploding sacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just stuff like that, I think, was really well done. Yeah, that's sick. But, I mean, man, I could, like I said, I could honestly talk about this game for an hour. I know that we're at, like, you know, 35 minutes, so I think maybe we jump into the ratings, see what's going on with that. Yeah, let's do it. And you're comfortable rating this bad boy, you think? No. Okay, that's totally fine. I'll go solo on this then. Um, you know, starting in the characters, as is, I think, with every horror movie, the characters are probably one of the weakest parts in this game. Like, I find that Isaac's voice actor obviously did a banging job. But I think they kept a lot of the dialogue, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they kept a lot of the audio from the original game for the side characters in it. Yeah. And it just wasn't. Like, Nicole, like, the main sort of... Um,
0: Person. Like,
1: like, your your love interest and the girl you're there to save, blah, 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 blah. Like, some of her dialogue was really cringy. Like, there's this one part... Even Isaac's was cringy. There's this one part where he's just like, so my mom's dead. And she's like, oh. And he's like, yeah. She killed my dad and then killed herself. And she's like, oh. And he goes, and you said she was mentally okay now. You said she could go home. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like, she could go home based off of my professional, whatever. He's like, you basically killed them. And I was like, come on, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, are you a six-year-old? Are you a six-year-old? Yeah. Are you a six-year-old? yeah. So, I, I, so some of the dialogue and, like, character stuff was weird in it. Um, so I'm actually going to go like Isaac 10 out of 10, one of the most iconic horror game characters I think that there is. I'll give him a lot, but the side characters definitely, again, I just think that that part didn't really hold up. I'm going to go three and a half on that one specifically. The background, I'm torn on the background, obviously because it was, it was unique in a lot of ways, like going onto the new ship or like going into, like, food storage or going into hydroponics or going into, like, you know, the mining area. But at the same time, it all kind of just boils down to, like, those dark ship hallways a lot of the time. Yep. But it is really cool to be able to, like, go into these side rooms and, like, loot them. and There is a lot of different stuff. Um, But definitely not, like, a 5 out of 5 background for me. So I'm going to give it, like, a 4, which I think is is fairly reasonable. Sound incredible. Um, Obviously, like... There's parts where you're in elevators, you hear somebody singing like twinkle, twinkle little star in like some like creepy way or like you hear music or you don't hear anything. Like a lot of this game is silent. A lot of this game is silent, which as we have talked about in other ones, silence speaks volumes. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a five on the sound actually. Replayability. I touched on this one a little bit. Like I'm not, I'm not necessarily itching to go back, but would I go back like next week if we didn't have a bunch of other horror games to play? I consider doing it like I think doing a new game plus would make me so overpowered and even in impossible mode I think that it would be like a fun challenge a lot of these games and like I'm sure this is one of them but you know how a lot of these games will have like an impossible mode but if you do like new game plus maybe even do it twice you're basically unstoppable even if it's an impossible mode yeah that's what I think this game's kind of going to be like which I like um am I itching to replay it am I going back today and replaying it no so I'm going to give the replayability a 3.5. So still pretty damn good.
0: That's really good, yeah.
1: We haven't done something that, like that in a while. Um, looking at...
0: Well, you did an expanse. Yeah, <laughs> look, looking
1: at the story, again, really good story. Like, there was definitely some misses, definitely some, like, you know, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, this guy's going to die, right? Like, you, you can kind of just pick up on certain things. But there was a lot of shocks. The ending, finding out that, you know, um, I even forget her name, but the girl that you were with the whole time was working for, like, the government, trying to, like, bring the marker and destroy it. Yeah. Whereas Nicole, you thought was Nicole, but it was actually the relic playing, or the marker playing a trick on you, and it was actually, like, the doctor from the ship who thought, the, who the marker was also playing a trick on, and thought that you were her, like, dead fiance, and you guys were literally just, like, riffing back and forth, but, like, you weren't actually understanding what each other was saying. And then finally, the girl goes, watch this video, and you watch Nicole commit suicide on video in front of Isaac. And she's pretty much like, I'm sorry, Isaac. Like, I can't become one of them. I love you. I wish that we could have talked ever since our fight. And then she just, like, kills herself. And you're like, whoa. And then as soon as you see her die, then, like, that's when, like, the shroud drops. And you see that that's not who you thought it was the whole time. Yeah. So it was super cool. Like, like the ending in this game was incredible. Um, just because of some of the tropes and some of, like, the, like, oh, this is going to happen. Um, I'm going to go four and a half. But still, w- unbelievable game
0: yeah high high rated for you. This is a
1: banging game for me. So, like, you know, as as I've sort of mentioned, I think Dead Space is one of the most iconic horror games to ever be released. Truly. Like the trilogy itself, I mean, I don't whenever I, I don't know, I don't remember much about 3, but I'm sure it probably wasn't like, oh my god, this is the best. But 1 and 2 specifically were like, holy shit, like these games like redefine horror in space. Yeah. Um I love it. So, 8.2. Great score. Great recommendation. If you're a horror fan, or you want to do the nostalgia of Dead Space, or you just want to play a great game, like, I would pay full price for this. 80 bucks? I would drop that no problem. I would drop that no problem. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's kind of everything on that one for us. Any any final Dead Space top-ups from you?
0: No, I think it's a... Like I said, like, it's really good that they remastered it and obviously changed a lot of things, and you really enjoyed the game overall. And I think if you like any horror games, I think you might as well dive into this one and try it out. Because so I, think, I think, like you said, like, if you're a new age for horror fan or a new age, like, uh, gamer that maybe didn't get the chance to play a game from 2008, because, like, if you think about it, it's almost 20 years ago, Luke. Yeah, 15. Like, yeah, it's getting up there. So, like, realistically, like, if you never played it, like, and you're, like, a 15-year-old kid that was born in 2008, like... That that's that we're aging ourselves a bit. Yeah, but like if you're like just getting into you know like in high schools when you started probably messing around with these a little more. Totally. Like I think this is like something perfect for someone that wants to get into those horror genre games.
1: I think this is a absolute like. N- you can't miss this game is is my thoughts. If you like horror, like if you like Resident Evil, I think this game is better than Resident Evil. Like I, I realistically think this game that's is a more polished game than Resident Evil. Well, it'll be interesting because our next week is going to be Resident Evil 4, I believe. And that's going to be the remake as well. So I, I I'd love to do a little bit of a comparison next week and be like, hey, what is this going to look like? Yeah. Because I think there's definitely gonna be some wins and losses. But like I said, Resident Evil four turned more into like an adventure game, an adventure shooter game versus that like pitch black horror. I know it's in there, but that's when we saw Resident Evil sort of turn into an action adventure versus a horror. And then seven brought it back into like that horror level. Yeah. I'm super excited to play it. I haven't started it yet, so we have, you know, a week until our next pod, and uh yeah, I'm pumped.
0: Well, we'll take it out from there and we'll see you next week.
1: Peace. Peace. The sun is rising, here we are. I didn't think we come this far. I just feel it. This is truly where I belong Making my way down Ocean Drive Hung over people pass me by I know they feel it Yeah they feel the way that I do right now Lost in